This podcast presents information based in part on theory and conjecture. The host purpose is to suggest some possible explanation, but not necessarily the only answer to paranormal phenomena. We have not yet begun to touch the surface into these supernatural occurrences. With that being said, welcome to the Paranormal Journal. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Paranormal Journal. I'm one of your hosts, John Curley, and Don Frank is in the house. What's going on, Don? Hey, bud, what's going on? What's going on? Hey, Natalie's in the <laughs> Natalie's in the chat room there. Hey, hey Natalie, how you, how you doing? doing? So, uh, what's going on, brother? Welcome. Oh, not a whole lot. How are you? Oh man, living the dream. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? man. I'm just glad it's Friday. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. I was waiting for it all week, man. I'm like. I took off today, actually. I was like, yeah, babe, yesterday was my Friday, so I took off today and uh, just been doing um, some stuff around the house. Yeah, man. Gearing up for this Labor Day weekend and uh, going to drink some beers and have some fun. Hey, Nicole. Nicole's in the uh, chat room, too. Hey, Nicole. So, uh, yeah, man. It's been an interesting week, and I uh, can't wait to get this podcast on the roll. We're going to be talking about this uh, case we just did with, uh, actually, Nicole and Natalie are in the uh, chat room, and uh, talking about this Minersville haunting, a haunting in Minersville, which their house was uh, haunted, it's been haunted for a long time, since they were kids, so who knows, maybe even longer than that, so. Yeah, it's been going on for or a while according to what they were talking about i know natalie's yeah. been having a lot of stuff going on with her since she was five years old so she's had been had a lot of stuff following her around yeah nicole too so you know it seems like they've had yeah. a lot of stuff going on with their whole life so that's pretty interesting uh it's basically about every case that we have it's like you know you get these hauntings and a lot of times they're they're revolved around an individual like them you know it's kind of like revolving around them yeah in this case definitely seems that way uh just from you know some of the stuff that we had happened that night yeah it was, especially, it was interesting I noticed, I, yeah i mean especially like with nicole like i said with her i know she said since she was five years old she just had something following her around and every place that she would move into uh same thing you know it, it would it would be there something would be happening yeah it's just like that thing that uh you know like dr barry taff always says sometimes it's not the uh, it's not the house it's it's an individual that's attracting the phenomena and that, that sounds like it's the case with uh nicole is that there's things that are uh just following her around you know like everywhere she goes She's kind of bringing, you know, the, the paranormal phenomena is attracted to her. Sort of like, yeah, it uh, definitely seems that way. Yes, yeah, like sort of like a light in a dark room, you know, as she walks into that area and these things are just attracted to her. If there's something there, she's probably going to experience phenomena. Oh, yeah, definitely, for sure. It just seems like, you know, like with her, it's certain people are just like conduits for this stuff oh yeah yeah it's it's like you know she showed me uh she sent me the picture which i showed you the picture of that bite mark that's pretty intense that you know getting like getting a bite mark yeah i've never seen anything like that because it, it looked like there was a combination of 
like the bite mark and then scratches as well. From what I could yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said it was like, uh, you know, she said it was kind of was a burning feeling, which that's kind of what it felt like when I got scratched that one time uh, in an investigation we did in New Cumberland. I was like, man, my face, you know, it got scratched. And I'm like, whoa, dude. Like, I didn't feel it at first. And, and she said the same thing. Nicole said the same thing, that she didn't feel it at first either. Just started uh, burning. And that's how it was with me. I, I just didn't even notice it at first. And then you were like, dude, your face is bleeding. And I'm like, what? And I then it started burning. And I'm like, ooh, what the hell was that, dude? You know what I mean? It was kind of weird. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I, I, like, I yeah, couldn't explain. something on your face. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that was a big-ass scratch, too, man. That thing went from, like, the, the top of my forehead down to my chin. And, and uh, I just, I can't explain how that happened. I didn't, I didn't see anything. You know what I mean? I didn't see anything or, we had a lot of weird phenomena going on at the time. But, you know, I didn't see a, a, an apparition or anything like that. It just happened. You know, sort of like, like Nicole said, she said, it just, was just, it just happened. It was really weird. It's yeah. really weird. It's really weird when stuff like that happens because you, you know you're you're being physically attacked by something, but you can't see it, and you don't really feel it. Like I, you know, if you, I don't know if you've ever been in a fight, but you know you're standing there getting in a fight with somebody, and you see the fist coming, and you you know you get hit in the face, you feel it. But these things, you you can't see them, so you get scratched, and you're like, "What the hell? Scratched my face? I didn't, you know, I didn't see anything. I didn't." feel it you know, didn't really feel anything until afterwards you, know, you get this burning feeling on your face and you're like what the hell man and that's probably the same way she felt with this i mean it was pretty red the area was really red when i looked at the picture and i was like wow that's really really red like inflamed yeah almost like yeah, almost like was. a burn that's right a... almost like like a burn that's it's kind of that's what, what it reminded like. me of yeah that's crazy man and then you can definitely see the teeth marks you know when she showed me that picture i was like uh, at first, I was kind of looking to where they, where, I'm like, where are the teeth marks? At? And then I'm like, oh, damn, there they are, right there. There, that's definitely like it looks like a bottom jaw teeth marks. It's that's pretty intense. It's just like like we had talked about before. It's just strange how, like, once again, how are they able to do that? Yeah, how are you? How is somebody biting you and you don't have a physical body anymore? Right, yeah. you have no teeth, no you know mouth, to be able to do that, but yet you can do do it enough to sh to even show marks on the skin is just insane. Yeah, it's like a like a psychic uh, impression almost. Uh, that that's kind of what the Warrens used to say. That it was like a psychic attack, um, where you get scratches and like the three scratches. But that picture, she had a lot of scratches. It wasn't just three. It was a it was a ton of scratches and, and the bite mark as well. I was surprised when I seen it. Yeah, it was crazy when you showed it to me. We had some interesting stuff. Yeah, we had some interesting stuff happen that night. Yeah, I think, I mean, when we first got there and we started unloading everything, I know you guys were with uh, Natalie and Nicole set, or talking about what was going on in the house. And the rest of us were you know, trying to get stuff, stuff set up, but I swear, man, when I, when I first went in there, I, I swear to God, something had went down those basement steps. I mean, you can hear like the steps themselves just creaking, you know, and I thought it was one of the bar guys going down there to set up a camera and something. So I'm like following him down there and I'm like, wait a minute. 
because I yeah I'm pretty sure yeah Nicole was with me at that time and I'm like wait a minute what that doesn't make any sense I swear to God somebody was down here but nobody so I, I don't know I don't know what to make of that but that kind of seemed to me like it started things off that night oh yeah no definitely I you you came up you're like somebody in the uh did somebody come down the stairs and was like no not at all we were standing in here no one even went into the uh the living room area i said we've all been like right here actually i think we we're standing down on that back deck talking and uh i think someone came down the stairs i was like wow uh i know <laughs> my nephew had that dude run moment up in uh, nicole's old bedroom <laughs> <laughs> yeah I heard that on the audio when I was listening to it. It was funny. <laughs> oh, man, he bailed, dude. But, you know, he had a really freaky event happen right before that. So, you know, I, I jumped up and down on the floor because we had those lighted cat balls, and they were going off. It, it went off. Uh, he sat down, and it went off, and I figured, well, you know, maybe that was your weight shifting on the floor, and it made the ball move. So I walked over to the ball. It was in the middle of the uh, room, and I started – bouncing on the floor to see if it would go off and it didn't go off but you could hear the floor going as i was jumping up and down a little bit and i walked over back over to the other side of the room i kid you not like a couple minutes later i heard the floor start to go like i was bouncing on the floor again and my nephew's like whoa what the hell something's on the floor and uh, he was freaked out a little bit after that he's like dude it felt like just like when you were jumping up and down on the floor that's exactly what it felt like right here beside me and you can hear it i hear it in the audio too i can hear it in the floor oh yeah yeah you can yeah. tell yeah yeah i heard it in the audio i was like whoa did i hear it in the audio i said this is cool i can hear the floor actually moving and then my my nephew responds to it that the floor was moving that there was something on the floor making the floor go up and down like like there was pressure on the floor that was, was pretty cool because then he was he was freaked out after that yeah, I think he was on edge yet there that, you know. He yeah, well he was. And I and I, I know it was weird that me and Nicole had went upstairs in the attic and you guys were down in her old her old bedroom. Yeah. And her and I were her and I were up there, you know, just chit chatting and all of a sudden, you know, I was asking it to uh you know, make noises like we normally do and move stuff around and uh all of a sudden Nicole just she she said something had like sound like it fell behind her and it really startled her and to the point where she like kind of grabbed a hold of my my shoulder and fyi nicole you did put marks on my shoulder but no big deal <laughs> 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 those those claws are definitely working <laughs> um but yeah so i thought that was that was kind of funny but uh but the weird thing is that as that was happening you guys were kind of having things you know going on where you were too it's kind of the same time um and you know that was shortly shortly after that had happened to us then we turned around and i know that uh i think you had came over to us to ask if we had whistled because you had heard some type of whistling and that's when he started to run like shortly after you were over there asking if we were there right or if we did any of that whistling that's when i heard on the uh audio that he just he got up and just started running. <laughs> oh yeah, hilarious. he thought he seen something in the doorway, but uh, I I think Todd has that video. We we'll have to get him to check it out. But I, I didn't I didn't see anything when we were looking at it. But 
he thought he had seen something twice up there. He thought he'd seen a um, a white face in the other room when we were in Nicole's room, like peeking around the uh, peeking around the corner of like the cabinet, like the the uh, closet door that was open. And uh, he's like, yeah. I just seen a face, like a white face. He thought he's seen a white face. I was like, well, we have a camera in there, so I think that's on our DVR. I haven't, I haven't looked at that camera yet, but uh, that's interesting. You know what I mean? It, it's really interesting that he's, oh, he was, he was really nervous after that. I mean, dude, when he come flying in that room, he grabbed my arm, sort of like Nicole grabbed her shoulder. He was, I could tell he was scared. You know, he's like, yeah. I mean, he was he was scared. He was literally scared. He's like, I, I don't know. There's something in that room. There's definitely something in that room. And uh, I I felt the same. I felt it felt like there was something in there. And Nicole said it was feeling heavy in that room too, as well. And it definitely felt like there was something uh, occupying the room. That there was something in there, for sure. Yeah, cause, and yeah, because I mean, we we go ahead. Sorry, I did capture EVP in the room that says, uh, uh, "I'm in the room." Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. No, oh, that's cool. I sure did. Yeah, I got a, I got a quite a few uh, things that I've caught so far. I mean, I'm still going over things, but definitely uh, got like a lot of things. Like possibly a female voice, and and Natalie, I need to kind of check with you on this one. Um, I don't know if you can send me your email address or something offline somehow. Uh, but I need to double check and make sure this wasn't you. Uh, and then, you know, I got some breasts and let's see, I possibly, yes, I got coughing. I got a no response. I got a yes response and there was possibly some laughing too, but, um, just some, some, and some of those were actually really good. I mean, they were really clear, like class A type EVPs. So uh, like I said, I'm still going over stuff, but it definitely seems like we got some stuff out of there. Oh yeah, I mean, I I really like the uh, the stories that Natalie had told me when we were in there, um, that she had seen in her room. They were really really good stories. I mean, I I know, and they were her family members that she's seen as well, which were was very extra cool. And uh, my my nephew had asked me, I think I was on, he asked me, he said, you know, how come they how can she seen them? I was like. Some people can see them, you know what I mean? Some people can see them, some people can't. You know, I mean, I've I, I've never seen any person that, you know, that I loved that passed away. I haven't seen them yet. I'm hoping to see them one day, but I haven't seen them. Uh, I see them in dreams a lot, but you know, people say they come to you in dreams and stuff like that. But uh, I like the one story she said where she, seen, where she was laying in bed and she woke up and seen her grandmother standing by the window. That was really cool. And yeah. what was cool was she said, you know, if you're real, if you're really, if you're real, then look down at that, you know, move that picture frame off of there. And when she said that, the, the grandmother looked at the picture, they looked down at the picture and then she ran oh, out of wow. the room. Yeah. She said yeah. the grandmother looked down at the picture and she ran out of the room. When she came back, the picture was on the floor. So she moved it. She moved the picture, knocked the picture <laughs> on the floor. That's, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. That's it's validation too. That's that's a it big is. validation, you know. That, <laughs> and and that goes to show you that, you know, she talked to her grandmother, and her grandmother could hear her. 
You know what I mean? She spoke yep. to her grandmother. Yep. Her grandmother heard her and looked down at the picture. So she's able to hear and comprehend what she's talking about. You know what I mean? She's like, Can you, you know, look, you move that picture. And she looks down at the picture like she's she's dead, but she's still able to listen and hear and comprehend and think. And yeah, move I was things. just going to say that. Yep. That's that's insane. That's validation of, of life after death. That's crazy, isn't it? And yeah, listen as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really really cool. That is really really cool. I mean, and the other story she said too with her grandfather that was even even better. I was like, wow, this is really cool. These are really cool stories. Um, you know, she said she was sitting on the bed, she was asleep, and something sat on the bed and. She woke up and it was her grandfather sitting there, you know, and he kind of put his hand on her face and she said his hand was really cold, which kind of coincides with cold spots when ghosts are around. Yeah, that would make sense, yeah. Get those cold spots. But then he told her that everything's going to be okay with that switch, you know, with that wall or something to that effect. And come and find out that, you know, electricians said that the, if they would have kept using that wall switch, that it would have caught on fire. So he kind of knew the future, you know, it actually, he actually predicted the future. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He's seen into the future because he told her everything was going to be okay. So he already knew that that situation with the, with the wall socket was going to be good. It was going to be okay. No, nothing was going to happen out of it. Now that's, that's foreseeing the future, right? Which is, yeah, to me, it seems like something else that they're capable of doing. Yeah, looking into the future. That's crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. that's really cool, man. That's kind of freaky, but it's cool. It does make you wonder sometimes why they're, like we talked for, about before, is like, why are they able to, to do certain things at certain times? And like with... Uh, you know, Nicole's being able to see her grandmother and all that. And you were saying that it's, we don't get to, we never get, have had that opportunity. I know I haven't, um, but you know, she's extremely lucky that to be able to see a family member that has passed, you know, and they, and know that they're in the afterlife and they're okay. Um, that's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, thanks everybody for, uh, coming into the chat room with us. Uh, you got any questions, you know, pop them in there and, uh, We'll try to answer them the best we can. Hit that uh, like button, the love button, the heart button, all that good stuff, and uh, that bumps us up in the ratings. Um, yeah, this was a very interesting case. I, I really liked hearing her stories, and you know, even we didn't. I'm sure she has way more than uh, than that, but the ones that she told us were um, really amazing. Actually, it was oh, yeah. <laughs> they were cool. I mean, I I'd love to see my grandfather again you know i haven't seen him uh since he passed and that was uh, i was only 15 years old when he passed so it's been uh man 34 years since i've seen him you know i've seen him at, at the funeral home and i would uh i'd give anything to see him again you know if i got wake up in the middle of the night and he's standing at the end of the bed that would be uh be a real treat for me i don't i wouldn't be scared but i would yeah. It would be a treat to see him again. You know, we, we live a short oh, yeah, life, man. We live a short life. You know, now that I'm, I'm, I'm pushing 50 years old, 
you know, it's um, time's man, ticking. You, know, you know, we don't have much time left, man. You know, we don't no, have much don't. time left. It's it's a surreal moment when you sit back and you think, man, I'm 50. You know, you you know. You don't think about it when you're young, but now that you're older, you're thinking about it. You're like, man, I'm fi- I'm almost fifty. Uh, if I live another twenty five years, you know, that's seventy five. You know what I mean? Like, oh my god, I don't yeah. have long. Fifty years went pretty fast. It and did. the snap of a finger, it's like I'm fifty already. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, I'm 50. Like, it's not, this is no joke. You know, I'm getting old, yes. man. I don't, and you know, the weird thing is you don't feel like it in your mind, but, you know, your body is just feeling like it, but your 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 mind is, uh, it, it's just not on that level of <laughs> that you're 50 years old, you know? Yeah, I know my body does. Oh, my God. <laughs> my body feels like I'm 80 sometimes. Oh, my God, dude. It's just. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's really strange. It, it you start thinking about it, and um, I just reconnected with one of my buddies, man, that I haven't seen in twenty plus years, and I was good friends with him my whole life. And uh, his dad just passed, and his dad was a really good guy to me. He was like a second father to me, and um, I missed his funeral and everything. I didn't know he had passed away. He just passed away like two weeks ago, and. Um, I was looking through the memorial and I seen pictures. They actually put pictures of him uh, and I was in those pictures and uh, I was like, wow, I I felt terrible that I wasn't there. You know what I mean? And it was weird because like two months ago I was uh, in my old neighborhood and I was thinking about him and I I sent my, my, I I didn't know my buddy's number anymore. I lost uh, his contacts and everything. And uh, I sent his wife a text on Facebook, on Messenger, and I was like, hey, you know, I I need to get, you know, in touch with him. I haven't, you know, I lost track with him. I need to get in touch with him. And um, she got back to me, like, last weekend, actually, when we were at that case and um, told me that his dad had passed, and I was just like, wow. It's really, you know, you really need to spend a lot of time with the people you like, you love because, you know, they're just going to be gone one day. You know, you think you got all the time in the world and you really don't have a lot of time, man. You no, know, you do not. That's a scary part about it. Yeah. You don't, you don't have a lot of time, man. So if you, if you know, you think you, you haven't seen somebody in a while and you keep putting it off, don't put it off, man. Go and see them because you never know. They, they could be gone, you know, tomorrow, today. Yeah. You know, true. it's uh yep. It's a, it's a, it was a for real, a real for real moment for me when, you know, they told me you passed. I was like, I felt so guilty. I was like, man, I never went and seen him in 20 plus years. And I, I could have, you know what I mean? And I didn't like, I felt like an ass, you know, I was like, and then I finally talked to him and I was like, dude, I was apologizing to him that I wasn't there. And it, it was just, um, it was a hard thing. I was like, you know, I woke up to go to work and I seen the messages that, that they had passed. I was like, oh shit. You know, I felt uh I felt really bad about it. I was like, man, damn dude. But yeah, yeah if you, I mean, you you got that thing, you know, you got somebody you ain't seen in a while and you wanna see him, go see him because life is real short. Really, really short. Well, yeah, I mean I know with you know, with, with at least with my grandparents and stuff, I remember 
you know, I just wish that I would have had more time with them, you know, before they had passed. But, you, you know, you don't always you don't always think about that when you're young. You kind of doing your own thing and not really think much about it until it's too late. And then you're you're regretting a lot of things like, oh, I wish I would have spent more time and with this person or that person or did more things with them. And you know, I know I do. I regret those things, but it's a little too late now. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tough, man. You know, especially you start getting older, man, people start dying all around you, man. And you just, it's just, a, it's a surreal moment. You're like, Phew. I ain't got much time left, man. You know, I'm, I'm trying, that's why that's I'm right. still doing this. You know, I'm just, I'm hoping that uh, I can come up with some kind of, of answers. You know what I mean? Well, you know, we're trying to. It's not easy. <laughs> you know, it's just it, we're not getting enough responses for us to figure much out with it. You know, that's the unfortunate thing since you're only getting short answers here and there. Um, especially when we're asking questions like, you know, are you, you know, especially if you're trying to get names from somebody, it's almost next to impossible to get that. There's very rare occasions that that happens. Uh, and I'm, it's kind of weird why, if you think about it, why, why is there more times that there's certain times where your spirits tend to remember their names and other times they don't. Uh, I know Carl and I had brought this up when we were in Nicole's room, just doing a session there, we were talking about it. And he had brought that up about I forget what movie that was. Um, I think it was Black something, Black Phone or something like that. I think the movie's called. Uh, but these, I guess, spirits get somehow they pass away and they are trapped in this purgatory type thing, and they end up like don't remember their names. You know, they would ask like, "Who are you?" You know, the, the person that's on the other end, they would ask, like, "Who is this?" And they're like, "Well, we don't remember who we are." So, I mean, is that something that happens in the afterlife i don't know yeah i don't know i mean we've had we have had answers you know people say their names before an investigation i remember we in um that one case we asked what the person's name was and it gave us their full name i think it said adam weaver or something like that remember that was in um edders i think it was a case yeah. in edders yeah. yeah that was the first time i'd ever heard a full-bodied disembodied voice say its full name and it said its full name i was like wow dude that's crazy to hear that out loud i think you know this house in minersville it's just so old and there's so much history involved and it's an old mining town and you know there's a lot a lot of history involved with the house so we got nick actually digging into the history of the uh, house right now uh, i had messaged him the other day and he's uh He's digging into it now to get some, some more history out of it. So hopefully it comes up with something uh, really good, you know? Yeah, that'd be cool. And hopefully you get some stuff out of there. Yeah, to come up with some kind of answer for, for the ladies, because uh, there's definitely paranormal activity in the home. That's for sure. We experienced some of it. Uh, I definitely want to go back and do more investigating in the home because I think we can pull a whole hell of a lot more out of it, you know? Yeah, I was just going to say that. Ladies, we'd like to come back at some point. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. That's I know I... Um, I know one thing. Uh, I walked down that basement with uh, with Natalie, and I looked there and seen that cross. I'm like, hmm, I wonder why they put a crucifix right there. 
And she's like, where? I was like, right there. She's like, I've never seen that before. I was like, yeah, there it is, right there. It was, it was painted over, but it was there. <laughs> I'm like, that's a, that's definitely a crucifix there on the, on the wall. And she said it was kind of like right where she was experiencing, she would feel kind of weird, like there was something there. It was literally right, right there. I'm like, oh, that's kind of kind of weird, you know? Yeah, why was it painted over? That's the other thing that kind of I was questioning when we were down there. You know, it wasn't like a really big cross, but, you know, to paint over just a small and like, I don't know, maybe a couple inch high uh, cross, why would you just paint over that? just doesn't make any sense to me like when you think when you think that yeah. you remove it if you didn't want it there remove it and then paint not paint right over it yeah they just painted right over it kind of weird yeah it's almost like are they are they trying to cover something up you know the people that were there before for some reason i i don't know it's just strange you, you know what's kind of weird with with hauntings like that is um Dude, they could have be be having a lot of paranormal paranormal activity in their house, but the house next door won't experience anything. You know, it's just yeah, it's totally weird. It doesn't make any sense. But then sometimes it's, they will. Yeah, you know. Yeah, sometimes it'll be the whole block experiencing paranormal phenomena. Which I'm wondering on a lot of those houses if there are other people on that block that are experiencing paranormal phenomena. That's what I was wondering too. I'd yeah, really, figure, really like to know, ask like, some of the neighbors if they're experiencing paranormal phenomena in some of those homes. Yeah, well, I mean, Nicole or Natalie, do you guys know if anybody in the neighborhood has had anything going on other than you guys? I mean, because I know so considering that, considering that's a, like you said, John, that's a big mining town, and there's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears going in you know, for those guys back in the day. And even, I think there's still stuff going on that possibly now for all I know, but, um, but even especially back then when it was extremely dangerous, uh, I mean, doing anything mining is not, not safe at all. So, and the possibility of dying down there is very high. It's extremely, uh, very extreme, extremely hard job and dangerous job in the process. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want it. <laughs> There's no way. Hell no. I mean, God, that's the last thing. I, I, I would be so scared that a freaking thing would cave in on you, and then in the meantime, you're inhaling all that uh, black dust, getting black lung and everything else. No thank you. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, I wouldn't want that. Uh, you know, I wonder if some of the mines are haunted. That'd be, that'd be pretty, pretty wild to get down to some of the mines and experience some of the activity in some of those mines. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's if you're brave enough to go in them. <laughs> well, Nicole no. said uh, she knows at her, her, her aunt's house that there was uh, there's only two blocks away on Blackwood Street. We did ask him Blackwood Street. Yeah. That's pretty cool, man. Like, Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm wondering so, if there's a lot more cases on that street. There probably is a lot more uh, phenomena going on in some of those houses on that street. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, we've had it happen before, so it wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me one bit. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like the case in Ephrata. Like, those people don't experience anything next door, and the house is hooked to it. It doesn't make any sense. It's not like the walls can stop a ghost from going through it. 
You know what I mean? And they said, no. but they did say that the dog stares at the wall all the time. So, I mean, that's, uh, that's kind of weird. Yeah. You know, that something can't pass through the wall. Hey, uh, Carl's uh, just popped in there. Thanks everybody for tuning hey, in and coming into, into uh, the paranormal journal and, and bringing and bringing yourselves into the chat room. And we like everybody coming in the chat room and, and definitely, you know, talking with like-minded people that like paranormal stuff because we love it and uh we like when other people like to hear this content and uh talk about paranormal stuff because that's this is what it's all about for us yeah i mean so, it's so like trying to get as much evidence and stuff we can together to try and figure this stuff out the best we can yeah yeah i mean you know some people in other countries you know like like England and Ireland and places like that, they have, they go back, their history goes back so far. And, oh, yeah, you're uh, talking thousands of years. Yeah, man. I mean, they go back to like the 15th century, the 14th century. Dude, I mean, they go back. And there's a lot, a lot of hauntings. I'd love to go to like Ireland or, or uh, Great Britain, you know, certain those places like that and investigate. That would be something, man, I'll tell you. Wouldn't it? It would. I would love to. I would love to. I, I actually. To... There's a there's a castle in Maryland. Um, I think it's called Cloisters. Actually, I'm, I'm wondering if that place is haunted. I would I'd love to get into something like that. Now, how old is that castle? It's old, man. It's it's been around a long time. They do like weddings and stuff in there now. I think Will Smith and Jada Pinky got uh, married in that castle, actually. No, oh, okay. I used to go to it as a kid, and it's an old, old stone castle, man. Yeah, sir, slaps a lot, right, Will Smith? Oh, uh, <laughs> lighting, uh, lighting skies is uh, is from Ireland. That's cool. Thanks for tuning yeah, in, man. Another, yeah, definitely from across the pond there. Wow, Ireland, yeah, that's sweet. My grandmother was from gonna... Ireland. Yeah, my, my grandmother was from Ireland, the old country. Her last name was Logue. Oh, yeah, yeah she, she was, my grandmother's last name was Logue. Um, yeah, man, um, I'd love to go to Ireland. Love to. You That's know, a cool people place. Going to Ro go to Rome. Oh, yeah, man. I'd love to go. I'd love to. I'm, I'm going to probably make it there one of these days I don't, hopefully before i die you know you, you imagine going to coliseum and investigating there oh my god oh, dude that would be cool <laughs> you, you you imagine how many yeah man that place is definitely probably haunted the coliseum oh my god talking There's about so gladiators yeah, dude, yeah you're talking about gladiators and stuff oh man that would be very very cool I'll tell you what, man, I did a, I did a podcast last night. Um, a guy invited me, wanted me to, to come on his podcast, and uh, it was really good, man. A guy named Grizzly, he's out of Kentucky. And uh, we talked for a long while, about uh, I think about two hours last night, just about paranormal stuff, and I was telling him about uh, you know, some of the stuff that we've done and the cases that we've done. And I tell you, he's he was blown away by some of the stuff that I told him. I was like, man. It just keeps getting better and better, you know, over the years. I said, it actually, 
we jumped right into uh, a lot of paranormal activity right away. You know what I mean? So it's been it's been a whirlwind since we first started. Yeah, it has been. I mean, we've like we said before, we've gotten extremely lucky with with this, and we've had so many great places to investigate over the years. And I really believe uh, that we are meant to go to these places. Uh, you know, like destined to be there. Uh, but it, it, we just got really lucky, I believe. And, and it's almost like a calling for you and I, 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 it's just something that I've always believed from the beginning. Uh, we were meant to do this from, from the start and it's just, just been an amazing opportunity for both of us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, and now we got really good, we got some really good members. You got, we got Carl and uh, he's, he's one of the founders now. And, um, we got Todd and we got uh, Tom and Nick. Those guys are awesome, man. I mean, they like to investigate too, which is really cool. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, Mr. Buzzkill. <laughs> yeah, Buzzkill's in the house, by the way. He's in the chat room. It's uh, Corkster. It's uh, What's up, Buzzkill. What's up, Buzzkill? <laughs> he's our he's our in house exorcist. If we're on a case, we know we're good with with Carl there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Carl, Carl puts on his exorcist outfit, and we're ready to rock and roll. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. Are you ready? You ready to get him, Carl? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Oh. <laughs> Let's, do <it. laughs> Let's do it. That's all right. We're going back to to uh, to uh, up there in Pittsburgh at uh, Newcastle soon. So. <laughs> of course, every time. Of course, every time. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that was the only place I it seen Carl funny. kind of stirred up. Was up in uh, it was up in uh, Newcastle. He was he was a little he was a little stirred up there. I think he finally realized that there are negative things, and that that place has definitely got something negative in it. And I don't say that you know we don't say that very you know, actively that there's negative things. And, you know, cause I don't, yeah, all the cases we've ever done, I've never seen anything demonic. And that's what I was telling Nicole and Natalie. I said, we've never really seen anything like devilish or demonic. I mean, we've seen some really crazy stuff, but I couldn't say it was demonic. You know what I mean? No, I mean, either. It's just, there's not enough evidence there to even prove that. I mean, now there's, you know, when you're starting to get, situation where people are being physically attacked you know it, i'm not saying that's demonic but it, it leans to me more on the negative side of things because uh, it's trying to cause physical harm to somebody whereas unless whereas on the other hand if you're just getting basic uh communications where the spirit's trying to, to make that person know say hey i'm here um so they might move something or they might say something out loud you know because they might want to talk to them they want to try to get let them know that hey i'm here um and maybe they need help of some sort you never know yeah well what's interesting about the minersville case is nicole said she's seen the red eyes the, yep. the black thing with red eyes and we've seen that in so many different cases we haven't seen it but all the all the clients have said the same thing that they've seen the same thing as black thing with red eyes, and uh, Natalie said that her son seen um, uh, something with white eyes. Now Josh said he's seen 
a white face in that room where the closet was in that same room. So he said he was in the closet room. Yeah, uh, no, in the other room where the the boy seen the the white eyes. Remember saying okay. just seen white eyes. Well, Josh okay. did said he thought he seen a white face with black hair. It had black hair. He said. He said it was wow. real quick, like it like peeked its head around the one of the cab the 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 closet door. He said mm-hmm. it peeked its head around real quick, and then it was just gone. But he said it had a a bone white face, like it looked like it was bone white. He was kind of freaked out in that case, man. He was he was freaked out. Uh, you can definitely tell by not only the, the video but the audio as well. But what what is it with these? I don't know these red eyed, hairy looking things. I don't know. There's I, multiple yeah, cases that we've happened. I don't know. They kind of kind of like this description reminds me of like a werewolf, but I mean that's just very weird. Yeah, yeah. I I believe there are werewolves without a doubt, and that's not. And uh, you know, it might sound like I'm being a little goofballish about it, but you know, the government has been looking into this kind of stuff. They've been looking into like werewolves, cryptids. You know, these cryptids, these skinwalkers. They've been. The government actually paid Bigelow to go to the Skinwalker Ranch. And investigate paranormal phenomena. They paid him like ten to twenty million dollars. They paid Where's him my for money that. At? Dude, I'd have went there for a million. <laughs> they could have saved. You got that right, <laughs> dude. Send me the, if there's any government officials out there listening. I will go there for a million. You don't have to pay me ten. I'll go yep. for a million. Um, you can save yourself nine million. I will literally Shit, go in the there. most haunted place you have. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'll go anywhere for a million bucks. I'll be there, dude. They could be in the exorcist house itself. I'm going to be there. I'll take Carl. We'll be all right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he'll scare him away. (laughs) As long as I got Carl with me, I'm good. Come on, Carl. We're going to the exorcist house. All right, let's go. All right. (laughs) Nothing's going to happen. Don't worry about it. (laughs) I'll do Carl. He's going to scare him all away. Yeah, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was funny, cool, man. Carl. Like we when we did that case up there, uh, you know, Carl, we, that first time we went there, we me and Carl drove back, and we were like, "Dude, I can't believe we didn't get anything. We didn't have anything happen in that case, which was so weird. Like nothing personal, no EVPs. We didn't hear it. At least we didn't experience any EVPs. But when we got home and started reviewing, we were like, "Wow, there's really stuff going on." But we just drove back, and Carl's like, "Yeah, that was a dud. That sucked." And I was like. Oh yeah, it sucked for as long as we drove, and now we're almost gonna die on the way home. <laughs> yeah, I mean? <laughs> yeah. I said like, we might be ghosts on the way home because I'm tired as shit. I was ready to fall asleep behind the wheel. Oh boy, <laughs> Carl's like, yeah, I was white knuckling all the way home. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Carl, I'm used to it too, so. <laughs> I don't feel like you're the only one. <laughs> oh, you got some, you got some nerve. I'm telling you. Well, wait, North Carolina. He only drove for like two hours. That's hard. <laughs> I drove like the rest of the seven. I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm dying here. <laughs> I was, I was so nervous that day, <laughs> that night. As <laughs> uh, no. said, I'll help you, sir. Yeah, you can definitely help us out. Um, I'll tell you what. Some of these cases we go in are really creepy. Now, Nicole and uh, 
in Natalie's house. I didn't feel overly creeped out. I felt like there was something there, though, without a doubt. Yeah, I did, too. I mean, even even when we got a little spooked up in the attic, me and Nicole, I mean, I still felt okay up there. I don't, I don't feel like there's anything that's bad in the house. Um, it just, I just think it wants to communicate. You know, it just wants to try to talk to us. And yeah, we've yeah. talked, and Carl and I kind of were talking about this before uh, that night. We were like, just, you know, talking back and forth about different things. And we just think to ourselves, you know, well, what is, like I said, why is it sometimes we're getting things and then we're not getting things? It just, it seems so sporadic. It's like, Oops. or is, and I even said to him, is it something with the earth's rotation? Is what, what circumstances have to be aligned just right? in order for us to send word to wherever they're at, whether it's purgatory or some other type of uh, dimension, and then somehow them get that sound back. I don't know. It's it's really weird. Yeah, yeah, it's really weird. But I, I, just, there's some, there's, there's I, don't, I don't understand. More that. questions. Yeah, we have more no. questions than answers uh, half the time, you know. Hey, Zero, if you want to call, if you got something you want to talk about, Zero, you can call in. I I didn't see the call until just a couple seconds ago. Here we go. Let me invite him in. Yeah, and I know know we had a lot of stuff going on East Coast for sure. Oh, yeah. Zero, you there? Yeah. uh, Hello, sir. Uh, Hey, how you doing? How you doing? No, I'm I'm good, man. I'm on the East Coast too, man. Okay, and, yeah, uh, where are you from? Pittsburgh, man. Pittsburgh. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. Wow, cool. Man, you're back in the neighborhood. Yeah. N- North, North Carolina. North Carolina it is home of the Bigfoot. <laughs> we, we have a lot of issues with um, so-called, uh, what do they call them? Like cryptids, cryptids and stuff like that. Bigfoot, Bigfoot's like everywhere, man. They're not. He's not here where I am, but he's just south of where I am. Yeah. And you well, know, I mean, you guys spot- probably know. You probably well, know. They've been spotted yeah. up north too. We've we've had people have seen him up to Ohio. Ohio, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah man. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of sightings in Ohio. A lot of sightings. Yeah, man. Go, yeah, man. You go to the BFRO. That's, and that's a fact. A, that's a fact. There's a ton of sightings in Ohio. They have a they have a Bigfoot in uh, down in our area. What I forgot what the hell they call it. Uh, Carl, help me yeah, out, we're man. Talking you, about that. You remember yeah. the name of that that? Where you at, man? Baby Bigfoot. South South. We're You're going to be uh, like south of me, man. We're, yeah, we're, we're in Harrisburg. We're in Harrisburg. Harrisburg? Yeah, Harrisburg. I want to school. Shit, man. I want to school out there, man. Oh, this right. is what the... Seriously. I, 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 I know Harrisburg. I do. You know? I know the whole area. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, this is yeah, crazy, man. Hello. Oh, that's what the, that's what they call it the, in Colombia. Remember with uh, Chicky Rocks, they call it the Albatwitch. It's not called the Bigfoot. They Albatwitch. Call it the Albatwitch. Yeah, that's right. Oh. It's like a, 
Because it's a miniature, miniature version of Bigfoot. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's like four or five foot tall or something like that. It's not like the nine mm. foot Bigfoots. But pretty, pretty big, Bigfoot's like south of me, man. You know, it's yeah. like, you know, West Virginia, um, South Carolina, you know, that area, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. We, well, we <laughs> have them. They have them right in Caledonia. That's a hot spot, man. That's a hot spot, man. Yeah, they have them right in Caledonia. uh, (laughs) I'm talking to you about Bigfoot. (laughs) I'm just like, I'm just like, like, people are probably freaking out when I'm saying that. I'm serious. Like, you guys are just like, this is just normal. And and I'm just like, this is normal, too. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> anyways, anyways, this is what we do. You, you guys cracking me up, man. Like, <laughs> seriously, man. Sure, the the real shit, man. Real shit. It this is nothing new, man. I mean, this this thing is like it's around here, man. It it is. It is. It's around here, and oh, yeah. and people people get freaked out about it. And they don't know what to do, man. You know, some people call the cops. You know, they don't know what to do. Anyways. Oh, no, it's, it's crazy, man. Some people uh, are saying maybe, you know, they need to they, they need to have a body. There's people out there willing to kill a Bigfoot if they see it, but they're yet, <laughs> no one's yet to shoot yeah. it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know what kind of firepower it would take to take one of those big ass things down, but I wouldn't want to find out. You know, if it gets mad and you don't kill it, well, well, you know, I, I, I've studied giants and shit like this, but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you that it's, it's possible that you might need to use, um, what is it, copper, copper. She might need to like a copper sword or a copper spear to take one out. I'm 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 serious, man. I'm fucking serious. Like <laughs> nobody talks about this. Nobody talks about this. And anyways, that was I'm just, serious, I was, man. I was copper. Talking to copper. copper. Look it up, man. Copper. Native well. Americans, man. Seriously, giants. When 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 the giants were in America, man, they uh they used to kill the giants with copper, man. Right. Anyways, you're talking about yeah, you're talking about the giants back in the way back in early days. Yeah, yeah. way 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 back, way back, way back, yeah. way back. Well, yeah, I man. heard. Well, I heard. Uh, I read a article not too long ago about they killed a giant over in uh, in Afghanistan. The special forces did. Uh, in Kandahar, they had a, a group yeah. of uh, special uh, special ops guys in there, and they went missing. And they sent a, a, a yes, group of uh, rangers in there to go looking for them. And they they found all their gear. And they come up on this cliff, and there was a cave. And this giant came out that was like fifteen foot tall, with flaming red hair, had like six fingers, six toes, and it's it yeah, killed one of the special forces guys. <laughs> Yeah, it skewered one of the, the the special forces guys, and uh, they unloaded on his ass. And they said it, they they hit him with everything they had in like thirty seconds with everything they had, and they killed it. But it took every bit of their mm-hmm. firepower, every bit of their. I'm firepower not sure. To kill it. 
I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not I'm sure if it's true or not, but you know, a lot of people say yes, it is true, but I'm not sure. But a yeah. lot of military people swear by it. They're they're like, I they swear to God that's absolutely true, and but I don't know. Um, I believe it. I think I think it actually happened. They said that they flew they, a cargo net and took it away. It can't be. Away. It can't. Russia, I mean, it, it's probably true, but I don't know. That was I mean, that so was much. that was under under the fucking whatever it's called. Um, well, there's so much unknown out there, though. You know, we don't know what the hell is out there. It was under the waterfall, whatever's out there. I I can't remember what the hell is called, but it was on the waterfall. And it, it, there's there's yeah you know, there's another one under there too. So that that's not the only one. The other one's gonna come out too, man. It's gonna fuck. It's gonna go crazy, man. Shit, man. Yeah, pretty crazy the, stuff, the, man. the giants are, you know, to anyways. I don't want to get into it. Well, thanks for calling in. Thanks for, thanks for calling just, in, um, man. Appreciate I it. I just, um, okay. Uh, okay. 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 Yeah. okay. Thanks, buddy. No, I, I, I got a million stories to tell you, man. And it's, it's, it's not about anything, man. Like, I used to listen to, um, Art Bell. Coast Coast AM, you know that that's where I'm from, man. So nice. You you, you probably don't even know what that is, but Art anyways, oh, yeah. I know who he is. All right, that yeah. that's cool, man. That's that's cool. Rush it, man. All right. So let's see. Back to our uh, case there. Uh, thanks for calling in, Zero. Appreciate it, man. All right, man. All right, bye. Hey, thanks, bud. All right, pleasure. See you. Yeah, man. Like back to uh, Natalie and uh, Nicole's case. You know, I can't wait to uh, to get back there, man. I know. Can't wait. Yeah, because I mean, like I said, just from what I've gone over so far, it seems like I've got quite a bit here. Um, so it definitely seems like I wanted to talk that night. But you know, like how it is any other time. You may think that it's not talking, but it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely caught uh, a few things, man. Like, I heard a bunch of whispery, real, real whispery voices. Uh, they sounded like they were female, too, but they were really, really low, and I couldn't make out what they were saying really well. And, uh, yeah. But, yeah, I definitely, I, I still have a bunch of stuff to wear. I had all those recorders out all over the place, so. I hit the uh, the ones that I had in Nicole's room, and the uh, I think I had one in Nicole's room, one in the attic, one in the back room, and where the hell are those other ones? Uh, I think Tom put one in the basement as well. So I mean, dude, there was a lot. We have a lot of I have a lot of stuff to go over. I just touched the surface of it this week, and I'm like, wow. I was sitting down here at like 11 o'clock the other night. I'm like, man.
man, I'm getting tired. <laughs> and then I had to get back up at like three. Yeah. They go to work. I'm like, shit, dude, I'm tired. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I got up and went to work. I'm like, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough, man. Like you said before, it's as you get older, it's harder staying up late. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah, we got to do uh, not do an episode on the Giants because uh, Wazero was kicking in. And I like I like that man. I like the Giant thing. I, there was definitely Giants at one time in in, in the United States and all over the world. Well, it's talked about. Did, a lot. did you see that? Did you read that article, man? Was those guys those special forces guys? No, I have yet to read that. They actually had a guy that was talking about it that was there. He was one of the special. It was wild, dude. I mean, you're talking, you're going from paranormal to, uh, you're talking about real live giants, man, like living in caves in Afghanistan. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Actually, I'm on the internet right now. I just popped up. You got to check it out, dude. It is pretty, pretty cool, man. They they wasted it. This is killed by a U.S. Special Forces in Afghanistan, 2002. Yeah, one of the guys got killed. One of the Special Forces guys got killed, man. It says a uh, 13-foot-tall beast with flaming red hair, six fingers on each hand, and two sets of teeth. That's weird. What the hell? Yeah, dude, they said... He stunk really bad too. <laughs> <laughs> Smell like shit. <laughs> That's crazy. I, you know, it's all part of this paranormal world that we're, you know, revolving around. You know what I mean? Like you got giants, you got ghosts, you have UFOs and cryptids. These are all things that we really don't understand. You know what I mean? Like these things we don't, we don't understand them whatsoever. We think we do. Right. But we have no idea. We have no idea. No. I mean, look at how many years we've been doing it. And, you know, what answers have we come up with? Not a whole lot. Now, I mean, we, we know they exist. Yeah. But we, we have no idea the inner workings of it or how it works and, you know, what what makes it happen? You know, what fuels it? What makes it? manifest and do things and i mean just like nicole that picture dude that bite mark that's a that's a great picture like dude she was physically bitten by something and how do you get physically bitten by something that's you're not physical anymore how the hell is that even possible there's a lot of things that kind of make you shake your head it's like how are they physically to do any of this shit um you know you don't bite somebody or scratch somebody but yeah it's been done so i don't know it's, it's just just like i said we have more questions than ans- answers and uh it's just hard to figure this out especially like i said when they're when they're just giving us short answers and we have no way of trying to figure out a way to get them to talk more um i, I don't know how else we're going to really come up with any more more answers to any of it yeah, but like Natalie and uh, like Natalie was saying, maybe next time we get Natalie and Nicole to go up in the room before we get there and really like, you know, a couple of weeks before we go and tell them that whatever's in the house to, to open up and maybe try to communicate more yep. with us when we come yeah, there. Yeah, kind of just and, yep. and, and yeah, and you know what? And uh, we've noticed over the years, you know, that uh, there's things 
you know, more cases we do, we investigations we do, the more stuff we have happen too. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can't just base one investigation, on, you know, and think you're going to come up with a whole lot of answers. You got to keep going and going and going. You right. know, that's the only way you're going to figure at least things out. You know, in those particular houses, is going multiple times. You may get more things one time than another. I mean, we've had that happen many times. You go to a house. Well, look at example in Newcastle case you guys went on you didn't have crap really what you thought the first night you did get that voice afterwards but then the next time you were there it was just crazy so yeah we didn't have we thought the investigation was a dud you know yeah but i i really like the minersville i i tell you what i can guarantee in that small town there is a lot of activity in a lot of those homes that we don't know about you know no, because you don't know how many people have passed away in those homes or if there's anything on the land itself that at one point, you know. Think of some of the like local and water holes and stuff, you know, where people go and drink some of those bars. Yep. Miners are probably, you know, if those bars are old, you know, you should, I'm for damn sure some, some miners done been in there drinking and having a ball, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, just and uh, or look at the old West time, you know, old West when everybody's going out West. How many guys are probably in the saloons getting shot at, killed? It's probably no different than, you know, here than it was there. So same thing can happen. They're out mining. They come to a bar. They drink. They end up shooting somebody, killing them or whatever. You never know. Yeah. I mean, dude, just just as somebody having a good time in a place their whole life, you know what I mean? And then they pass away. They might not want to leave. They want to, might want to keep that good time going on. That's sort of like, I don't know, it's kind of like us now, you know, when, you know, you're growing up and you grew up and been in a bar, like a local bar your whole life, and then you move away. Right. You miss it. You do. You miss those good times you had with your friends and 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 drinking and talking and joking. You know, you, you miss it. So why would, if you pass away, why wouldn't you want to go back to it and try to see if you're, Dig it up again, you know? Yeah, why not? I mean, I would. You know, you want to go back to the places where you and, you know, had the best times in your life. And hopefully, you know, hopefully that's something that when we pass away, we're able to do that. You know, go to places that we've never have seen before or, uh, you know, go to places that are, that we've enjoyed being at in the past. You know, you never know. We won't know until that time period, but you never, you know, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've done uh, a lot of investigations over the years, and some of the stuff that we've had happen has been pretty amazing, to be honest. that You know, I never thought that we would experience things like we've experienced. And, you know, it's just, it's been a whirlwind since we've been doing it, actually. You know, it's like this whirling wind that we've been in that's just case after case after case you're just coming around to the same thing all the time that's a lot of these hauntings are all similar you know what i mean they all have something in common you know what i mean they do you go we experience the same thing in almost all of them you know what i mean we would you know you hear disembodied voices you hear knocks you hear bangs you, you get, you know, the typical K2 hits and things like that, but 
you know, like like I said, we don't really base a lot of our stuff on that kind of garbage anyway. So, you know, we, we're going to give somebody some evidence. It's going to be some really cool physical evidence of what we call it. It's going to be disembodied voices or EVPs or something on video. Right. It's not going to be like something from like an app or, or a ghost box. And I'm not saying that those things don't work. You know what I mean? Because we have had some really good experiences on ghost box. We really have. But I never presented it as evidence. You know what I mean? Yeah, because we're not always 100% sure on it. I mean, we've talked about it before where you know, we have gotten some actual names off of it, off those ghost boxes, and they're clear. And they're definitely people that we know that have passed away in the home. Uh, there's no, there's yeah. no denying that. Um, but most of the time, it's just, I don't know, they're just too irritating to listen to half the time. So. I really don't have I don't yeah, I don't have the patience for it, <laughs> unfortunately. No. And can you really validate it? You know what I mean? Okay, you got a name and it's associated with the house. Right. You don't really know if that's part of the radio station that's saying that you just might have lucked out and it said someone's name that lived there at one time. No, we don't know. And the thing is too. I mean, it's not. It's you want to think maybe it's not a coincidence, but maybe it really is. Right. But it's all. You know what but I mean? It's also, you know, like we've talked about, it's sending out that sound wave. You know, is it somehow yeah, able across to? The ghost box is annoying. <laughs> it is annoying. It's annoying as hell. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, and but, we didn't, you know, we didn't even just... try that in um, in Nicole and Natalie's house, so we didn't even try it. I mean, it's something we could try. I mean, it's just I like I said, I can't do it for very long because it just bugs me. But you know, it's something we can. I wonder how they would react with the. You know what I should have did? I should have gave her the dowsing rods. I do have. I have copper dowsing rods. I did buy a set. Yeah, I saw that. No, I saw you had it in your uh, one case that one night. Yeah, yeah. I bought them just to see how if they would work. I mean, copper's a good conductor. You know what I mean. Think about yeah. that. Copper's I a mean, good maybe... conductor, so you never know. Now, I've held them in my house to see if I can hold them perfectly still, and I can. They don't move. Like, I, I sit here at the table, and I've got my hands with those things, and they don't move whatsoever. And I've asked questions yeah. to them and stuff like that. They're easy to move, though. If you just tilt your hand a little bit, they're going to move. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, because I've, I've used them before in the past, before I met you, but... You know, sometimes you got to be very careful because they will move very easily, but they also detect water too. They're supposed to. Um, yeah. You know, something else I was wondering, like, especially since you have copper ones, what's the chances of, you know, because these spirits are known to have, be made of some type of, you know, electricity of some sort. If you get in contact with that, are you going to feel that? Now, I heard people say that they, you know, it felt like this, uh, vibration feelings through the uh through the dowsing rods yeah yeah like a vibration or even like what happened with with us before with the electrical charge that should send right through the copper you should definitely feel that oh yeah that that i <laughs> mean copper's a conductor oh, yeah. it's just like plugging in a plug to it you know what i mean you're gonna feel that juice but the, you're gonna feel but it it's, it's rare though you know look Look how many times that we've gotten homes where it was really active to that point. 
where it was physically uh, engaging with us and, and able to touch us and do things. Unfortunately, we're, we don't have that many opportunities in these homes because they're not, you know, every home has similarities, but there's also differences too. Definitely. Definitely. I know, i tell you what, I'm just waiting for a case that we get into where shit is off the hook. You know what I mean? I know. I'm, I'm sure it's bound to happen eventually. I mean, we're, we're due for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I am freaking waiting for it, dude. Totally, totally waiting for it. I have one of these. When is it going to happen? Knows. I don't know. One of these days, you never know. Yeah. But, you know, as long yeah, as I'm... long as we get to the houses and they continue com- communicating, hopefully, you know, I said going back multiple times, hopefully we'll get more answers to things. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You know, you watched some of the case files of the Warrens. Yeah. Like, every house they went into, like, shit was off the hook, man. Like, shit's flying around and uh, well, everything was demonic with them, too. So, you know, people were probably listening to this and say, oh, they're down the Warrens. I'm not downing anybody. I'm just stating a fact that like every case they went into it was like some kind of demonic shit or, you know, or the devil. Oh, this is a demonic psychic possession or, you know, who, who knows? You know what I mean? All the years you've been doing it, I have never seen shit like that ever. But, you know, you're going never. by house. No, I mean, we're going by how someone feels. And I'm sorry, we can't we can't really judge judge a place by that. You know, we have to go by the evidence yeah. that we hopefully get out of the house. Yeah. I Carl said he thinks that the Tesla core usually might have amped up the activity that night. It could have. I mean, why wouldn't it? Yeah. I didn't leave it on for very long because they say not to. Yeah. I read in the directions. It said don't leave it on for very long. It caused illness and shit. No shit. Well, maybe, that, so, maybe that's why Carl was getting a headache. <laughs> Yeah, it could be. It says leave it on for intermittent, um, like intermediate times. So don't leave it on very long. I'm surprised it didn't bug me that much yeah. that night. Carl, Carl said it was that room. Carl, were you feeling like shitty in that room? I, I, I know I felt kind of didn't feel bad, but I felt weird in there. But and it was definitely and. Natalie felt weird in that room too. That was the only room I felt really weird in was that room. Nicole's old room. Yeah, it was that. Yeah. yeah. It was, I didn't feel bad anywhere else in the house, but I felt weird. Like there was something there, but something you couldn't see. It was definitely, uh, it was weird, man. Why is that? And why is the focus on that one particular room? Yeah, Carl said it was on for a while and he turned it off after a while. Yeah. I mean, that thing throws off some EMF, dude. Well, I mean, that's what we wanted to do, too. You know, we got to try it, see what happens. Well, I wanted to put it with the fog machine to see if it could charge the fog. You know what I mean? Throw an electrical charge to the fog as well. Yeah. I'm thinking it can do that. Why wouldn't it be able to? The fog is going to have some kind of... um, It's going to have like a... Particles, like liquid particles to it. And what it does is going to charge those particles up. Yeah, it's either going to give it, it's either going to give it a negative charge or a positive charge. I don't know what that Tesla coil throws off. I think it throws off a positive charge, but I'm not sure. No. Not exactly sure what it throws off, but that's what it would probably charge the air. 
But I mean, just because it throws off a negative charge, I mean, it doesn't mean it's going to be a negative entity in there. No, that's just no. what it's throwing off—a positive or a negative charge. But I would be really interested to see if it charges the fog, and you would be able to tell with the EMF detector in the fog. You would be able to tell. You would be. All you have, you all you have to do is test the fog with the EMF detector, and if it's spiking. And given off readings, then it's charging. It is, it is charging the uh, the fog machine, which I wanted to take it up there later in the night, but I, I kind of forgot to after Josh got all pussed up and ran out. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's. I hope he listens to the show. I didn't get pussed up. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah, you did, Josh. He, you did a dude run moment. He did. He did. He did do a dude run. But yeah, he's still a greenhorn, so I, I'll give him that. <laughs> His ass was out of there faster than grease lightning. Yeah. <laughs> I, saw, was I saw him on that video, man. <laughs> he was running. Oh, dude, he was gone. He was he bailed out of there. I was cracking up. I was like, I can't believe you ran, boy. And I took him into the, the Marietta case that we did, and that was way, way active, and he didn't run. I was surprised. I thought he would get freaked out in there. <laughs> uh. But yeah, it's some of the stuff you come across. There's yeah, you uh, yeah, have no fear. But sometimes, man, you come across some things that are uh, they'll unnerve you a little bit, man. They'll, they'll definitely catch you off guard and uh, scare the shit out of you. I know I've been been shook up quite a few times, not a whole lot, but the few times that I were, it was uh, it was freaky, man. Totally yeah, I mean, freaky. I mean, there's only been a few few cases that I can recall were, you know, I personally felt uneasy. You know, most of the time I'm okay, but there's only a few that I can say since you and I've been doing this where it's, eh, you know, it's been a little, a little, a little weird. You know, I didn't want, I didn't yeah, want to yeah. feel like, I didn't, I mean, I didn't feel like running out. Of, I've, I've never have ever felt yet like running out of a place or at least leaving a place to that point. Uh, the Maryland house came close to that, but you know, like we talked about, that was our first case, and we had like the seemed like the most active yeah. case for our first one. <laughs> yeah, our and first was... case is a, is a real paranormal group, and we had shit popping off the hook, you know. Yeah, that we was weren't crazy. ready for that. We know we weren't ready for that. She <laughs> <laughs> Carl said, "Just take me along; it'll be okay." <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> yeah we should have stuck we should have stuck natalie with uh, uh with carl <laughs> she would have had no experiences <laughs> <laughs> yeah natalie next time we're gonna stick uh stick you with carl you, you don't have to worry about anything <laughs> yeah you'll be fine we're nicole yeah we'll stick natalie or nicole with him you'll be okay yeah he's a no he's a uh uncertified exorcist <laughs> <laughs> yeah he hasn't had a degree yet oh my god getting one. <laughs> <laughs> all Carl's got to do is just leave her alone leave her alone <laughs> that's it that's all he's got to say it's done <laughs> <laughs> I, you know I just don't think there's anything negative in the house so I, it doesn't feel like anything negative but there's definitely a presence there that's uh it's it's you know when it when it made that floor shake, I definitely heard the floor 
shaking. And I caught it on audio too, which is even better, which is when I'll let them hear it uh, when we go back and let them hear the evidence. But that floor definitely sounded exactly like it did when I was <laughs> jumping up and down on it. And it did it right next to Josh. And I think that set the precedence for him being scared shitless after that. Right. Now, the, was that before or after our incident, the thing that happened in the attic? For me and Nicole, was that before or after that? Well, you wouldn't have known that, but um, that was, was what? What did you did you did you feel us moving around up in the attic? No, we can hear you. You can't feel okay. anything though. Okay, I didn't know if you. Like... We heard. We heard. Uh... No, no, we heard you up in the attic. We heard footsteps up in the attic, which we knew it was you. But okay. when I when I say, "Can you do the whistling?" I was like, "Can you whistle?" And I went. Like really low, and I'm not kidding you. Like a couple minutes later, I heard a like something like that, and I'm like, "Oh, did you hear whistling?" And uh, my nephew was like, "Yeah, I definitely heard whistling." And I was wow. like, mm, "Maybe that was maybe it was Don." So that's when I left out of the room. Yeah, and I said, "Let me let me go uh, let me go see if uh, Don whistled." And I, and I went, that's when I came up to the attic, and I was like, "Don, did you whistle?" You're like, "No, I didn't whistle." And then I went down to. Um, to Carl, and I yelled down to him if he whistled, and he said no too. He said no, I didn't. I didn't whistle at all. And then that's when he uh, come running to do run moment, grab me by the arm. He <laughs> held my arm tight, dude. He was holding that some bits tight. I'm like, whoa, what's going on? He's like, there's something in that room. There's something in there. There's something in there. I said, I know there's something in there. We already experienced something already, and those cat balls going off were kind of amazing because I couldn't figure out why they were going off. Yeah, that's the first I've seen them go off. That's what happened with Freaked Him Out was those cat balls started going off in the room when there was no one in the room, just him. When I left out, they started, when I left out, he said, when I got to the end of the hallway, those cat balls started started going off. Hmm. That's cool. Carl said he bought more of them. <laughs> Hey, they're good to have, man. I'm I'm actually liking those, dude. They they were pretty cool. Well, I mean, they're very sensitive, so I mean, it's it should be something easy for them to manipulate. They should be able to move that stuff around. Yeah. If they're able to do all this other stuff, you know, I don't see why they couldn't just make a cat ball go off. I think so light. You know, I want to get in touch with Rob from GhostGearTech.com about that uh, that motion sensor you have. Yeah, the, uh... I've been wanting. I want to ask him questions about. I want to ask him what's the what's the what's the IR field for that? Uh, how what's the radius of it that it shoots out and that that infrared light? Which well, is pretty I, cool I because if you are picking something up, it's yeah, pretty cool because it is measuring distance. Well, I know it's twelve feet. That's how far it goes. It measures out. That I do know. Twelve feet. I remember twelve feet. Yeah, it's not super far. That's why it's it's ideal for a a hallway, like a small hallway or a smaller room. Now, when I had it in the basement downstairs in uh, Nicole and Natalie's place, I don't I don't think it went off once, and, you know, unless we were down there really? moving. Yeah, which is good because until until we walked by it, because I know at the other cases yeah. that I had it where there was too much stuff going on. I think the bugs were affecting it. Oh, so I got a hell of an idea. 
I have a hell of an idea, but the shit's expensive. Now they have LiDAR, right? Now, <laughs> LiDAR is really cool. Like, LiDAR is really cool. But they have a a sonar that you use for fishing. This shit is really highly advanced now. I'm wondering, I, I would I'd buy it for my boat. Well, I have a boat and I go fishing, but I'd like to buy it for my boat. But I'd like to try it using paranormal and paranormal investigating to see if it could pick anything up with this sonar. This sonar this sonar they have now is really advanced. Like if you're in the, if you're fishing with it and you can literally see the fish biting your lure. That's how advanced it is. Wow, they can and um yeah, dude, it's really, really advanced. And I'm wondering if we could use that in paranormal investigating you shoot that sonar out there and if something comes into that field of sonar, you'll be able to see an image. That's because true, you can right? see fish on the image. You can see fish on the image down and it shoots very, very deep. You're talking that thing will shoot down to like 150 feet. So you now get 150 foot range of sonar that's able to pick up Anything that comes within that within that sonar range, right? It'll show up on that on that on that uh, depth finder. Now, will it have that to be like be, a physical? I'll tell you what, like a physical mass, or would it? That's what I'm wondering if it would have it to would, be like a physical object. Possibly, yeah, but I mean, like anything it, that crosses it, into that into that sonar, it's going to pick it up, right? So, like, if even even if at some point it's manifesting itself, like maybe like a head or upper torso, it, it, that'd be enough to me to trigger that thing to go off. Yeah, I mean, if something breaks the the radar, the the sonar, then there's something physically there. I mean, is it is it any really any difference than, uh, say, a motion detector or like a game trail camera? You know, it's doing the same thing, right? It's sending that out, and as soon as yeah. something trips it, 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 it'll it'll show it, or it'll take a picture, or what have you. That would be interesting, interesting to try, though. I agree with you. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I am going to buy it one of these days. <laughs> I am going to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if, uh, I don't know when, but I'm going to buy it. And uh, if I want to buy it, I'm definitely going to try it. That I can tell you. It's gonna happen, and I'll tell yeah. you what we should send next time we go to Nicole and Natalie's. We should set that up in Natalie's room and see if that 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 motion that motion uh, ultrasonic motion detector you have. Yeah, I'd like I to agree. set it against that back wall and shoot toward that those windows because that's where I was standing when I heard we heard the floor shake and. Josh was actually sitting against the wall. He was freaked out. He thought that the, the whole thing was coming down. And everything was, the floor was going to come down or something. He was freaked out. Wow. But I'd like to see if that ultrasonic motion detector picks up movement in that room. Since the cat balls were going off, there's something touching them, moving them. It would have right? to be to make them things go off, yeah. So it makes sense. Dude, I jumped up that. and down, and they, they never went off. Right, because I was there when you were doing it. There's no yeah. way. Yeah, they didn't yeah. go off. Nope. So I'm like, they're sensitive, but they're not that sensitive to movement. 
Like, like you moving around or walking around. Yeah, because it, it happened twice, you know, a couple times. It, it happened to you guys, and then Carl and Tom and them, I think they had it happen as well. Because I know because I heard it on the audio. Because I had the recorder right there. the balls with the other ones. Yeah. Yeah, Carl said he switched yeah. them, but they still, still went off. They still went off, yeah. Yeah, yeah they still went off. They had to switch them. So they had it happen, and then you guys had it happen to you. So that that's weird. I definitely would. I definitely want to try Hell that. Yeah. that motion sensor up there, like you said, and do that and see what happens. Because if that motion sensor goes off, I'm telling you, there's something in that room. No doubt. Yeah. I put that motion sensor in there and put a camera right on it, and we you film it. Yep. We you film it. That thing Hell, picks up motion, I might, and it, I like how it picks up the feet. Yeah. I might even go old school and put in, remember that really old uh, uh, chime that I had up in the attic? Put that, yeah. up, put that there as well. If something goes by, the damn chime will go off. You never know. I mean, I haven't used that thing in years, but it'd be worth a shot. You never know. Yeah. Hell yeah, it'd be worth it. Give it a shot. Be pretty cool, man. I, I think I think it would work. Just that room. Oh, we could try multiple things. That and I want to. I want to. I want to put the fog machine down in that room as well, and uh, and charge that. Uh, that fog up and see what happens yeah yeah but i'd be curious I to think... see what happens with it yeah i'm thinking about buying another tesla coil the one where you, you put your hand out and the elect the electrodes will go to uh to your body now, yeah. i'm thinking if there's something that's paranormal if it can put its hand close to that to that testicle and lightning there's lightning bolts come out and start touching something that it'll it'll be able to show a manifestation well that case that That'll we had cool. in ship the case we had in shippensburg uh carl i believe that didn't you didn't you bring one of those pretty sure that was carl's uh we did that in the room with the fog and everything yeah nothing touched it though we didn't we didn't see anything happen other than us doing it, but of oh, a plasma ball, yeah. And if and if you uh, you know you could keep trying that and see what happens. I mean, you never know; it might work. Plus, plus, it's also sending that you know electricity out. Maybe it can feed off of it too. It's possible. Maybe help charge. Anything the is possible well. in this stuff. It's the only stuff. Yeah, anything, anything is possible. Yeah, and these these are things that we're gonna have to, you know, like you said, try. We're gonna have to experiment with stuff because we're not going to go any further if we don't try new things. Exactly. Exactly. All science tries different things. You know, what I mean, you got to try different things. And uh, this is this is a pseudoscience, but it's still a science to us. You know, we're trying to figure this stuff out. And uh, the more tests you run, the more Chances you get of maybe possibly catching a full body apparition or an apparition of something, you know, who knows? Yeah. Yep. 
Who knows? This has been an interesting talk, you know, so. Yeah. It's it's an interesting case. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely got a bunch of audio to go over. I'm probably going to, after this show tonight, I'm probably going to sit down and uh, hit the wheels on this thing for a couple hours and see if uh, I can, hopefully we caught some stuff on the uh, attic recorders and stuff, so. It's gonna be a long yeah, way. What? There was, <laughs> <laughs> there was a uh, a clip that I caught that you guys, I think that's when you had told Josh to put the cat ball on the radiator there in Nicole's room, old room. Yeah. Yep. Remember when you told him to do that? That said, you had yeah. said something, and I heard a yes response to whatever you had said. And I, I hope we caught that. I mean, I caught it, but I'm hoping that it's, I don't think it was any of us. Let's put it that way. But I'm going to send that over to you at some point here so you can I get your opinion on it. Where was your recorder at? That was actually where Nicole's room was. Um, the Right on the out, the other room, the back room, where we had that open window. Yep. You know what I'm talking about? That that I had it sitting right yeah. there. I think there I think there was a TV or something there. I had uh on that stand. So I, I caught all that stuff. So what do you think? Your conclusion uh, just that first investigation, do you think there's paranormal activity? I do. I do think there's yeah, stuff there. Me too. Uh to to what degree? I don't know yet. Um I, I think it'll it'll help for Nick to get hopefully some history out of there. Um, see if what we might catch and then kind of go from there and use that to, when we go back, you know, and, and see if we can get more things. And hopefully maybe this time it might want to communicate even more, you know, knowing that who we are and, you know, you know, yeah, I figure when you meet, say you meet somebody in person, right? Most people, you know, they tend to be a little shy. They're not used to that person. They don't know how they are. It takes a little while to get used to them, right? Or you're going to open up more and talk. Well, I, I, to me, it wouldn't be any different in the afterlife either. You know, you don't know who those freaking people are. I say, who are these weird people in my house? I don't know you, right? So, yeah, I think it's very similar. Maybe this time around. It'll be yeah, I do too. Yeah, I'm hoping. Yeah, I'm open. This has been an interesting talk. Though. I enjoyed this tonight. This was. Uh, it has. Yeah. It's. It's. it's I, I like talking about the cases because it's. It's what we do. You know what I mean. It is. It's what. It's what we do. And. Yeah, I mean, I I love hearing the stories from the clients, and and then we get in there and start investigating, and there's you know Nicole's stories and Natalie's stories are very cool. I I really enjoyed hearing them. And then when you're standing in the room where they experienced the phenomena, you're like, wow, like there was a ghost in this room. Like there's definitely a ghost in here, which is, it's cool, you know, and we've yet to experience the phenomena that, that they have. I mean, I've never seen, I'd love to see a full bodied apparition, uh, one of my family members, but I've yet to see it. I'm waiting though. (laughs) I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm like, I'm waiting, dude. I've, 
Uh, oh, dude, last night, this is weird. This is really weird. So, I don't know. It was around 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. My wife woke me up, and she's like, you're freaking me the hell out. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> she said I was, dude, she said I like, sat up in the bed and, and said uh, said her name, but it didn't sound like me. Is that really? weird or wow. what? That's weird. Yeah, she said I sat up in the bed and she said, you said my name, but it didn't sound like your voice. I was like, what? She's like, yeah. And she woke me up and she, I was like, I'm like, what? What? She goes, you're freaking me out, dude. I'm like, what? She didn't sound like, didn't sound like you. I was like, yeah. mm, I don't, I don't know. I was asleep. I didn't remember saying it. <laughs> so it was kind of weird, but. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, uh, it's a little freaking freaky, dude. Just a little. I'm having like a little possession or some shit or something. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Well, like I said, it freaked me out a little bit when she told me that. Well, we got Carl with us. He's the, uh, you know, resident exorcist. I think we'll be okay. Yeah, he'll take that from you. I've been I've I've been baptized, so I'm cool. Yeah, I don't have to worry about possession. It's true. But it's kind of weird. It's definitely kind of weird. So. Well, Don, thanks for uh, coming on tonight. Hey, no problem. It was a good show. I, I enjoyed talking about this case, and uh, I can't wait to go back and, and see these ladies again and, and investigate their, their childhood home because it was uh, it was fun, and it was an interesting night, I have to say. Yeah, Very it was interesting. definitely. Definitely, uh, had stuff going on, and I'm looking forward to my myself going back and seeing if we get more more stuff out of there. Yeah, likewise, uh, Nicole, we we enjoyed your your guys' company. You guys were awesome. We had a, we had a great time investigating, and you know, we like to put a little fun on it and have fun, joke around, but and but we're all serious about getting evidence and stuff for you guys so we're we're definitely going to come back and hopefully do some more investigations and hopefully come up with some answers for you to figure out who some of these uh what some of these things are in your home you know in your childhood home because who the hell knows you know right we don't know we're trying to find it out but you know we're going to we're going to figure something out eventually so we're going to wrap it up tonight, folks. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning into the Paranormal Journal. Thanks, Nicole, uh, for coming into the chat room. And uh, Natalie, thanks for coming in. Carl, Zero, everybody that's listening. Um, we had a great time, and definitely uh, tune in next time. We'll be talking about more paranormal things and the things that we do. So have a great Thank weekend everybody. all have a great labor day weekend and uh be safe out there and we will see you next week good night everybody all right i'm gonna play this outro music which i love so uh have a great weekend all
That will conclude our broadcast of the Paranormal Journal podcast. Have a great night.